Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. As always, I'm with Kaunda. We are the tag team. We're ready to get this thing going. Kaunda Chama, the floor is yours, buddy. What's up? What's up to our listeners? Uh, I'm glad you, you joined us once again for another banger of a Post Up Podcast. Cyrus, what we got? I mean, we've got a heck of a lot for them. Before I go into what's on the table, let's give them the social media handles, right? You can interact with us on at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and we're also at postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. We're covering the BAL there as well. So if you're following the Basketball Africa League, you're going to see lots of really great updates. The league's been good. Count has been putting us back into the articles that are on there. Um, and we'd like to start by also thanking our partners, uh, Bet Koza, who've been there and, and been with us for a while, and Supersport and Supersport.com. Uh, we're on that platform as well. So you can catch the Post Up podcast there. If you're not doing that, you listen to us wherever else you can catch your podcast. Kaunda, um, everything's been good. Before we get into our topics, which is who are the title favorites in the East and the West, and which rookies are the front runners for Rookie of the Year, how are you finding the BAL? I'm loving it, Cyrus. Uh, I was actually on a Twitter space yesterday with uh, Asha, who's one of the commentators. Asha Kamogisha, yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, the, the, actually she put me on the spot, and the, I was the first guy to field a question, and she says, what have you seen um, in the new season? And, you know, I was just like, yo, the level of play has gone mm. up, and not even a notch, Cyrus. You, it's notable. You, the moment you watch a game, you can just tell that now people have stepped up. It, the, yeah. They, they they want that trophy. They want that baobab tree to go to their country. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's. I mean, and, and obviously, um, I'm loving it, and and also getting a, a, a female coach to yeah. me it was great. Coach and there's Liz, two of them. So Liz Mills being the head coach, the head coach, yeah, and then there's an assistant coach. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like a female head coach, yeah. Liz Mills, who's who's a friend of the post up zone. So you know, yeah. um, it's 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 a thing of pride for us, Cyrus, to to see obviously women empowerment, and it was. International Women's Day the other day, so mm. you know it's it's just fantastic to see inclusion really taking place yeah, at all I'm, levels. I'm a big lover of that too, and and I think this league has been it started off really well, potentially even better than the previous, the first edition, in the sense that you know there was a lot of trepidation around that first one in terms mm -hmm. of what, what will we see, what are we expecting to see, and the teams themselves within that biosecure bubble in Rwanda, but now you've got the two conferences going, and uh, and the teams look really really strong. The games have been exciting as well. I mean, you've been raving about them. But that, that might be the detail for another podcast. Straight up, straight right, up. Right, let's get into some of the, the tasty morsels that we got here. So, we're talking about who are the title favorites in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. These are teams we expect to make at least the Eastern Conference playoffs uh, into the Eastern Conference Finals, but then advance from there. So, who could make the NBA Finals out of the East? And then the same from the West. Then we'll talk about the frontrunners for Rookie of the Year. Now, Kaunda, um, I, I look at this Eastern Conference and I think this might be the most difficult thing to call right now. Because as we record this, everything is so, so tight at the top. Yep. The Miami Heat are leading the pack right there in, in the number one seed. And then behind them, just two games behind them are the Milwaukee Bucks. A half a game behind the Bucks are the Philadelphia 76ers. Then three and a half games behind the Heat. And one game behind the Sixers are the Bulls. Another game back are the Celtics. And then another game further back are the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's your top six in the East. Mm -hmm. 
That's exciting, Cyrus. No, yeah. no, no outright uh, clear leader in essence, and, yeah, and things yeah. can change but day to day. Because as we record this, what we got, fifteen games to go. Yeah, something like that. Squad, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a bit different for everybody, but yeah, around about fifteen, uh, average, 16, yeah. Av- average out fifteen, sixteen games to go. So things can change, Cyrus. Yeah, and we expect them to. Right, you I can mean, go on a streak uh, like the Phoenix Suns, or you can go on a slide. With the LA Lakers. Oh, look, but the <laughs> Lakers aren't even really sliding. They just have like little slid. speed bumps that are wins, um, you know, <laughs> in between all of the losing. Um, but anyway, I mean, I'm, this isn't the podcast where I really put my knee into the Lakers. We've done that already. In fact, they're doing it themselves. But but when you talk about going on on winning runs, the Bucks are currently on, on a six-game winning run. Yep. Um, and then you look at the Heat, they're on a one-game losing run as we record this. So... You know, everything is, is really flexible and fluid and, and you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we could end up seeing at the end of the regular season, the Bucks being the number one seed in the East. And they haven't had that for, for at least a season. Um, and, and, and they don't really, they seem to be a team that they want to try and get the top two seed, either second or, or first or second. But even if they're in third, that's where they won the championship from last season. Yeah, but Cyrus, I'm worried about uh, their big man issue. I mean, I know essentially Yanis is a big man, yeah. but you, you understand what in I terms mean? Of who plays center like, for them specifically? Like without Brooke Lopez, yeah. I, I, and I know he's not the most like mobile, big, or whatever, but, but he's critical but to what he's they do. He's critical to what they do. He's got presence in the paint, and he can shoot from the yeah. uh, he stretches you know, from the range, so he spreads the floor nicely. So with me, I'm really worried about that because, I mean, who's their current big now? The most... Well, uh, look, no, no. I mean, Serge Ibaka is there. Oh yes, Serge Ibaka. So they brought Serge in. He's doing okay, but he's holding down the fort. And the and the Giannis is not playing the five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is that they're playing. Their starting five is really intriguing. When you had Giannis at the five with Bobby Portis playing the four. Yep. Um, at power forward, and then you'll have uh, Chris Middleton at the three. Mm-hmm. And then they switch between Grayson Allen and and uh, whoever else actually um, as the two guard with uh, Drew Holiday being the the, the point the guard. primary point yeah but then it's when they have to start sw- switching things around that things get really messy because um, y- you're seeing Giannis then move back to the four mm-hmm. Hob Portis might then switch and become like a small ball five mm-hmm. uh, it's fluid they're trying to figure everything out it's not worked really d- well defensively for them but this isn't where they win the championship right. It's mm-hmm. where they make make sure that they've got a really good run of games heading into the finals. So let's start this whole discussion because we've talked about just how close things are in the East yeah. with who you think your favorites are right now. I think we've basically got the exact same picks um, in terms of our favorites in the East. So who are your favorites to win the East, win that Eastern Conference Finals and, and make it into the NBA Finals? Uh, Cyrus, i, I got to go with the Bucks. I can't... I can't bet against Yanis and and crew at the moment. Mm. Uh, with all due respect at number two, I got the Miami Heat. They've had one heck of a season, yeah. Cyrus. This yeah. reminds me of when they surprised us in the bubble and they, yeah. they, they took it all the way to the finals and took on the, mm. the, the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, you're, they, they, they're, they're that kind of team because they're no longer flashy yeah. because even their superstar Jimmy Butler, he's not that much of a superstar, if you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah, they'll yeah. creep up on you. And this is exactly what they've done. They're like, you know, quietly been fantastic. They do and, their work. And, and, and they, you know, they, they work hard. And then, of course, Cyrus, I can't bring myself to mm-hmm. bet against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Cyrus, all of your w- picks. W- with all his antics, Kyrie remains a, is an elite point guard, right? Yeah. Then, with all his antics as well, 
Kevin Durant <laughs> is the, is the best scorer. Yeah. He's the best scorer in the league at the moment, you know. And, uh, and, Cyrus, I, and I guess true and then the piece, Yeah, like pure Cyrus from, from range. From, dunking to him is like walking into, yeah, you know. Yeah, just walking to the shops. And then he, 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 the mid-range, Cyrus, are you, are you trying to block no. a Kevin Durant mid-range if your name is not the new fro? Yeah, you know, you if you're not Jared Allen, forget. Or, you, you or Giannis. Or maybe Yanis, but, but but your points are all valid because you know every level Kevin Durant is probably the best scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the only place that people top him might be the free throw line. Yeah, but he's yeah, pretty yeah. good from there too. And then Cyrus, the, the pieces that I mean, you, you know, we've had the Ben Simmons trade already, so Ben might come soon. Yeah. But but they've got Seth Curry, who's who's a great scorer as well. Yeah. You know, you know, catch and release kind of scorer. Uh, they they added a, a one uh, Andre Drummond in the uh, you know in in, in mm. the front court to go with um, Lamarcus Aldridge. So, so so Cyrus, they've got pieces. We haven't even seen Joe Harris back yet. And, and he's but he's out, I believe, for for the remainder. Is, is of the he season. out for, for the yeah. remainder of the season? But still. When you don't have a Joe Harris who, who shoots well from range, you've got a Seth Curry, Cyrus. Mm. And, 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 you know, you've got other pieces around there like Brown, you know, the youngsters. Oh, Patty Mills. Patty, I even forget Patty Mills, the mm-hmm. vet, Cyrus. I mean, they've got offensive, you know, prowess. They might lack a little bit on the defensive side because they don't have – well, they've got Ben Simmons. But, look. Yeah. They've got, he's, he's part of the roster. He's part of the roster. haven't started playing but, yet. But, but, but you know what I mean? Defensively, they might lack a little bit, but offensively, they, they they've still, got it all. They're, they're still a juggernaut, even without James Harden being there. So that's why I put Bucks, Heat, Nets in, in that order. And I agree with you on every single one of those picks because I do think it's so hard to count against the Nets with all of the firepower that they have, even though they're in a terrible position right now. But when you look at it, if they have to go through the play-in tournament to get into the playoffs, I don't see where they face a matchup where they're like, okay, this team could be the team that beats us mm-hmm. unless it's maybe the, the Toronto Raptors um, and having to play that one-off game in Toronto and Kyrie can't play. Mm-hmm. Then everything falls on Kevin Durant's shoulders and, and you know, that, that would be We've the worst-case scenario, right? We've been there before. That could be the worst-case scenario. So, But then KD can win games all by himself. There's no question. Um, and you also don't know what Raptors you're going to face on the day. Mm. Um, but I don't, th- I mean, the Nets will fancy themselves against the Raptors every day of the week. So, you know, it, it wouldn't be the, a, a game that the Nets would think, goodness, we are definitely up against it. When they play teams like the Bucks, yes, the, the matchups all work um, mm-hmm. and then things get tough. Even the Sixers, if you put Joel Embiid there and all of that. Um, but then who's got a KD stopper? You know, I mean, the Heat have got Bam Adebayo, who's really great. Um, fantastic defensively, mm-hmm. really great link-up man, um, and does so much for that team. But is he the kind of player who will stop KD? I mean, nobody can. So is he able to slow him down enough? Um, I think he's able to slow him down, but not stop KD. Mm. I, I, I think you, you need somebody the size of a Yanis or, a, 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 or Joel Embiid mm. to stop a KD because th- that is one tall man yeah he's he's so big (laughs) but he's also so good and so so good it's it's all of that stuff and 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 he's not like a flat-footed shooter he actually Mm. jumps up for those shots so yeah not only is he almost seven feet up in the air then then you got his wingspan yeah then he's jumping in the air so you've got to be a special kind of player to stop a kevin durant exactly exactly and 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 i think that other teams somebody like um the celtics or Cavs, Cavs maybe could um, with the length that they have. Mm. But the other thing about KD is that he's also really quick. Absolutely. But, but then you look at the Nets and you're like, okay, it's not just KD. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're in the playoffs proper, the, you know, Kyrie might not be playing at home. We don't know what's happening with the mandate uh, stuff as we head into the playoffs. It could be um, that he's able to play every single game and then, you know, uh, the Nets are really at, at pretty much full strength. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we've got the same picks. Do you have an outside bet? Like somebody who could really shock everybody in the East and be like, okay, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, definitely, Cyrus. And that is none other than the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid mm. and company, especially now that uh, James Harden has joined the squad and things seem to be working. I mean, there, there was, it, it seemed like a seamless integration if you yeah. use some corporate jargon there. Yeah. Uh, it, I love that. Do you have the TPC report? <laughs> <laughs> They're on the way. Um, yeah, Cyrus, I, I think the, the, the Sixers could shock people. I, I agree with you, and, and I think, you know, when you look at somebody who's an ultimate scorer like James Harden, when he's mm-hmm. fit and he's ready to go, he's also really difficult to stop, and that, yep. that step back is incredible. The one thing about the 76ers that I like, and well, I don't know if I like this point, but I like for them as a team, is that they get to the free throw line quite well, and the guys who will probably get to the line the most, Embiid and Harden, are pretty good from there. Yep. So they're, they're able to hurt you in so many ways. They can score buckets. They can get down in the post. Embiid can really kill you down there. Harden can kill you from range. He can blow past you and get layups. He can get you the, the step back three. Then you, you've got the free throw line stuff. They, they've got so many different maneuvers that they can use to try and beat teams that they, they really are a good outside bet. I like that call. Uh, yep, Cyrus, I'm, I'm going with the Sixers. So Bucks, Heat, Nets, and outside bet, Sixers. Well, my outside bet is uh, uh, hottest team in the NBA, TM. Um, that is the Boston Celtics. Wow. It's, it's really, really hard for me to look at this team being led by Jason Tatum and not think this guy could power this team to something special. I mean, we've been talking about him from when he was a kid, mm-hmm. um, really just fearlessly going at LeBron James. Yep. He's found his feet. He's really... He's in a team that is so locked in defensively. Mm-hmm. And you just think, okay, what more can can or needs to happen for the Celtics to be taken seriously? Perhaps they need to, you know, we've always talked about they seem to be a big man away from, from being special. I still feel that. But I do think that, you know, Williams there has, has been quite good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm talking about the center, not necessarily the guard. Um, <laughs> Horford has been pretty good as well, um, even though he's not the youngest. Bringing back Tice, I think, he, was a good move yeah, as well. Daniel Tice Daniel is Tice. a really, really good move. And, and Ime Udoka has showed that he's starting to get this team to be so well-drilled defensively that once they know that they can stop teams really killing them, Mm-hmm. they're able to then focus on how they're going to beat those teams as well. And adding somebody like Derek White is a really shrewd move because he is a two-way player. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and then you've got Tatum, who's act, he's the superstar in this team. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, he's dropping All-star. massive, massive points. Yeah. And, and then this, the, 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 the sort of perennial should have been an All-Star, hasn't necessarily been an All-Star, is Jalen Brown. Um, who, if you look at it almost in a comparative Portland Trailblazers kind of way, you had Dame Lillard being the superstar, doing mm-hmm. everything, being the all-star, and then Dame had CJ, who just yeah. was really great but never made it past um, that all-star cutoff yeah. in order to get there. Then you look at, at, at Jalen Brown, and he's, he's at that level. He could be a superstar if things just clicked for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, he's just a little bit below that. He's, he's one of the best players there. So that's why I'm picking the Celtics. Okay, uh, you, you make a great point. Uh, I can't argue with the Celtics. You know, uh, those guys could shock, and they're young, athletic, they're fast. Uh, I mean, they might be a little bit old in the front court, but the, the whole back court is young. But Cyrus, before we move on, mm. why are we downplaying the Cleveland Cavaliers? 
um, there's after, a few after all they've done this season. A, a few points for me, right? And mm-hmm. and the first one being as good as Darius Garland is, as good as Evan Mobley has been, mm-hmm. and also as impactful as Jared Allen has been. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of inexperience in that lineup, mm-hmm. and I think that you know sometimes that is the killer thing. I mean, in essence, that's why they brought Rondo in so that he could help you know get the guys going. And Kevin Love is there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really good and important piece for them. But overall, the most important you know members of this team haven't really done it before. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the one reason why I keep looking at them and thinking, I just don't know if the Cavaliers have what it takes. And you see it in the games that they've lost recently, that they just haven't been able to get to that next level. Um, so yeah, that's that's my reasoning. Okay. You know, I, 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 I might stand with you, but I, but I always believe in the underdog shocking people. I'm, I'm sure last season, uh, some people might have said the same thing about the Phoenix Suns. No, definitely. And, and look how far they went. So that's why I, that's why I can't argue with your argument for the Boston Celtics, and why I also can't write off the Cleveland Cavaliers mm. altogether. Although they don't have LeBron James, but you know, <laughs> they're not that Cavs. They're not those. They Cavs. are not those Cavaliers. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just that's just the reasoning for me. I mean, you know, when you look at it, I mean, there's also really outside bets to make it into the playoffs themselves. Somebody like the Atlanta Hawks, if they start clicking could be a massive, massive team to to really struggle against in the play-in tournament. And then who wants to face them in the playoffs? They showed last year, the, last season, that they can beat anybody if they're in, you know, on form. And um, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go anywhere close to the, the Eastern Conference Finals, but um, they could go on a good run and be you know, one of those teams that takes out like a Nets or a Cavaliers, you know. Yeah, uh, so but, they, but, but Cyrus, uh, the, the, the Hawks should be uh, underplayed either. I, I mean, with all due respect, that mm. young boy, Ice Trey, Trey Young. Trey Young is he, a, he, something he, else. Him and Squad are doing some great things. And let's not forget our African brother, Clint Capella, also. Yeah, you know, he's just come back and he's hel- he, he's helping this team. He, he He's a key piece there. No, and, him and, and, and Onyeko Okongu, you yeah. know, been really, really important for them. But, but they just haven't been able to, to get a, a good level of consistency going i mean right now as we record this they're 31 and 34 you know so mm. they they really just struggle for consistency and uh, and and having said that you know the way that knicks have been playing recently or not necessarily mainly them but the wizards are a game and a half behind the hawks when mm-hmm. you're looking at the play-in places yep and um it's not like the hawks are guaranteed a spot or the hornets are guaranteed a spot in the play-in tournament so the east is just it's really incredible to watch and i think this is potentially one of the better eastern conference matchups that we've seen in a very long time yep we got to move to the west counter we're running out of time here the wild wild west let's so, go as we go into it, Dick is a clear favorite here, right? I mean, and I'm going to give you my picks first. Let's go. Right. So you got the Phoenix Suns. I think they're definitely the favorites, potentially to to win the entire West. Um, I'm a Warriors fan, and uh, I enjoy watching them play. With Draymond coming back, he's penciled in the 14th of March yep. as his return to action date. We'll still see how they they play that, but with him back and potentially you know adding a James Wiseman, who could give you something as a big on this team, the Warriors shouldn't be written off. And then the other team, and I've been talking about them all season long, and they've had their struggles. They're not necessarily near the top, but they're certainly not near the bottom. I think the Utah Jazz are a team that people need to still keep an eye on. Yes, there'll be people laughing, going, oh, the Jazz, really? But I just have this feeling that they've got some defensive capabilities. They've got yep. some scoring abilities. And those things combined can make a good team. They're a 41-win team so far already this season. Mm-hmm. You can't write them off. Um, so yeah, those, those are my three, and um, I want to hear what your three are. 
Yeah, Cyrus, look, um, as the team that's already clinched, the only team that's clinched, I can't bet against the Sun, Cyrus. Yeah. I mean, they, they did such wonderful stuff last season going all the way to the, to the finals and, and were just uh, 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 you know uh, outplayed by the, um, the, Bucks. the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go with the Suns. They've shown me that they can come back and do it again. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a, a Buck Suns final again. Like we're back. It would be. I mean, weirdly, that happened a lot with the Warriors and the Cavs, right? Yeah. And and I think that, like you say, the Suns have clinched a playoff place. The first team to do so. I mean, they've won fifty three games this season so far. Remarkable. And, uh, and you know, they've missed Chris Paul uh, the last uh, like week or so. Yeah. Um, but they haven't they haven't uh, stumbled they haven't really been like no they haven't fallen off that yeah. much cyrus i mean you 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 note his absence yeah but mm. the, the the youngsters are you know pulling up the socks yeah. and, and and showing up no, then definitely. uh i've got the warriors uh, mm-hmm. you know i you know i've always had respect for the warriors even during the you know cavs warriors uh, era when i was a little, i was a cavs due to lebron and and obviously you you love the warriors I can't bet against the Warriors at this stage, especially with Draymond on his way back. They've got yeah. a healthy Clay, they've got a healthy Steph, they've got youngsters there that are following the the three guys' leads, the, the, the three young vets. I, I, <laughs> yeah. can, I cannot consciously call Draymond, Steph, and Clay vets. <laughs> like, what kind of they, vets they are, are these? Vets. They, they are vets. They're like ghetto vets. These guys are in their 30s, bud. They're like ghetto vets. You know <laughs> where your grandfather is like 40. You know? like, <laughs> ghetto vets. Oh, goodness, Kanda. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jish, making making those points you need to make. Then because, no, but, but I get you, I get you, you. You get me, right? So, so, the, so, so the Warriors, you know, I, I I know they're gonna go far. And then a team that has just impressed me has got one of my favorite young players on it, Jamarant. The Memphis Grizzlies, Cyrus, mm. they are working so hard. Yeah, they, they are. They, they are winning important games. I, I know there's a heck of a lot of inexperience there. I don't think, dude, they have a vet in who? Stephen Adams. Yeah, that, that, that's the only uh, you know veteran experience they have on that squad. So, but still, I, I mean, I, they've got they've got a couple other guys as well. But Adams being you know being the, the most key one, functional, yeah, the most key and functional one. But Cyrus, let's let's not overlook the the, the Memphis Grizzlies. They might they might show us a few things here. Look, I I, I cannot really argue against them that much other mm-hmm. than also the point that you made about their inexperience because yeah. Stephen Adams and Kyle Anderson are the oldest guys on that team at 28 yeah. years old right yeah. I mean even their coach um, is is not not that experienced you know you look at 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 Taylor Jenkins and you think I mean this guy's in his 30s you know yep. he, he doesn't really know what's up at this level so there's a lot that is being expected of this team that is still finding its way in, in the league and doing quite well and getting these mm-hmm. wins. So that's why, for me, I like them. I just don't know if they're a good playoff team. They seem to be a good regular season team, yep. racking up wins, doing what they need to do. Uh-huh. Uh, but when it comes down to the playoffs, you've got a game-breaker in John Morant who can do some special, special stuff. Yep. But if he's not necessarily performing at the level they need to be uh, him to be at, are you expecting Desmond Bain to come forward? Is it um, you know Dylan Brooks who's sort of been out injured for a long time? So I, I, I just don't know. I, I think this is going to be a test. It's going to be a postseason uh, test because Cyrus, we always talk about teams that don't have much uh, postseason experience, and this is the experience coming in. Yeah, because they, they've got to perform. They've they've got to do things, and and, and you know. Uh, it, it just is what it is, and they, 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 they've got to, you know, make hay. 
No, and, and, and I'm with you. And, <laughs> and, and this is the thing, right? I mean, grizzlies don't eat hay, but this is the thing. Like, we're, we're going to ask about the, the When times pets, are hard. When times are hard. They will heat that hay over that salmon. They will definitely <laughs> look for meat. But we talked about outside bets. Yep. They're my outside bet. Oh, right. And the reason being, they're fantastic. They play great basketball, play winning basketball. Um, but the only reason why I haven't really gone for them as being one of the favorites is the inexperience. Um, okay. I, I think that they've made the, they, they were in the playoffs last season, yep. uh, beating the, the, the Warriors in the play in the tournament. Game, yep. And, um, and then it sort of fell apart for them because it was like, okay, here we are in the big time. And then it just, you know, it's a bridge too far. So they have that. I'm sure they learned from that lesson, Cyrus. And I think this, you know. They're back again to say, okay, now how how do we make it past that first yeah. uh, speed bump? How, how how do we go into the you know the second round maybe even you know and and, and show more muscle if you will? No, and and I think that's what they're going to be aiming to. I think if anything, this is a team that has said to itself, mm-hmm. let us see how far we can go. Let's not give ourselves any limitations. Let's shoot for the NBA Finals and see how far you know we we, we get. So mm-hmm. I don't think that we'll count out the Grizzlies entirely, but I don't know if they're one of my favorites. At least they're not. Who is your outside bet? My outside bet is the Denver Nuggets, Iris. I'm okay. going with a squad hmm. from Colorado. Uh, I, I I love the, the the makeup of this team, and they have their reigning MVP in Nikola Jokic. Uh, I, I I just like the way the Denver Nuggets yeah. play, Cyrus, and 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 they, they've got. I know they've got the wherewithal to 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 have a deep, you know, playoff run, yeah. and 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 they've they've done it many a times, and I and I think they'll be back. I mean, I know they're sitting at the sixth seed now; they're like thirteen games be be be, be behind the the Phoenix Suns, so because mm. they've only won forty games and lost twenty six. I mean, that's the same record as the, uh, the the Dallas Mavs. Yeah. So I, no, I I I, I would have gone for the Jazz. But I just don't want to come out like I'm copying you, so <laughs> I went for my other favorite squad, uh, which is the, the Nuggets. Nuggets. And I, yeah. I, I like the Nuggets too. Um, and you know what, though, uh, the thing for me is always about the injury stuff. I mean, uh-huh. you look at Michael Porter Jr. He's coming back. Yeah. Um, who will he be when he comes back? Jamal Murray is also potentially expected to be available mm-hmm. in the postseason if needed. Um, but they also are going to be very wary about rushing him back because you know he, they don't want him to aggravate any injuries or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's a lot to put on Jokic's shoulders. And he's played superbly this season. Might even win another MVP because mm. of the way he's been playing. But there's only so much that one man can do, especially when it comes to the playoffs. And they found that out last season. Yeah. Um, and I think that the Nuggets will be hopeful that maybe they've got another level to rise to. But the likes of Aaron Gordon... Um, Austin Rivers. Um, You're getting all the spare wheels out of the garage. These are the guys who they have to call on, right? These are the the starters. Um, And and so it's a really tough space for them because they they are as good as they're going to get without Jamal Murray Mm -hmm. and Michael Porter Jr. So I don't know. I mean, I like them as an outside bet, but I just don't know if they're going to do anything really special. Interestingly, though, we both have just looked at the Mavericks and thought, Luca's great, but dot dot dot. Yeah, Cyrus. I mean, I know they got Spencer Dinwiddie in that trade for for Porzingis and Cyrus. The, the, the Mavs for a while. Uh, big shout out to uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, the Mavs <laughs> for a while are gonna go back to that old Mavs that 
is just almost there, but just I'm isn't. not quite there. You're yeah, quite. I, I, you know what? They they feel like a team that really is missing one potentially two key pieces. Yep, and and and, and that's I think that's what they expected in Porzingis, and it never worked because mm. if, if you have a Porzingis and a Luca, you know. Performing at optimum, that yep. would have made all the difference with with with, with, with the little pieces. Or not, let me not say little with the other pieces around them. Yeah, but it didn't work, and and I don't think Spencer Dinwiddie makes that much of a big change. You, you, you know mm. what I mean? So I, I think that the, Mark Cuban needs to go back to his checkbook and look at what he can do in the offseason well, or something. I, I don't there's know. There's only so much the checkbook can do. It's yeah. really about the other pieces they have that might be able to, to you know, get trades for and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but look, we've we come to the end of this particular discussion. Um, I like where we are. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who does actually make it through um, and get all the way through to the NBA Finals. Um, it has to be one of the teams we've mentioned. I don't see it being anybody else. But it would it's be incredible if it was. not going to be the New York Knicks. No, uh, it, it probably won't be. <laughs> <laughs> so we've spoken about the teams. Let's talk about some individual players. Let's talk about the rookies counter. Firstly, this rookie class has been pretty darn good this season. Pretty darn good, Cyrus, is an understatement. It mm. has been phenomenal. It really has. And, phenomenal. And, but you look at some of these guys, and, and when you see, um, I think that for some rookies in the past, there's been a lot of hype around them, and mm. then this whole expectation of, so what will they deliver? And there's the unrealistic, which is for somebody to go out and, and, and just score 20, 30 points a game and be like, yeah, I'm an NBA star. But then you have other guys who are averaging a lot less than that, but still look like they've been in the league for a long time. True, um, true. And I mean, so according to NBA.com's rookie ladder, um, they've got Evan Mobley as the number one um, sort of selection in, in terms of the rookie of the year race. Yep. Behind him, Cade Cunningham, then Scotty Barnes in third, Franz Wagner in fourth, uh, and running out the top five is Josh Giddy. Um, just below them is is Jalen Green, Ayo Desunmu, Herb Jones, Jonathan Kaminga, and Chris Duarte. That's your top ten. Um, who do you think might be the front runner here? Because I, I'm really unsure as to what direction uh, we're going to go when it comes to the Rookie of the Year. I have my pick. I've even made a bet on who I think is going to win it. Wow. Um, Can but, I give you my top five real quick? Uh, well, if, if it's a, if your top five is any different to what they've got in this rookie ladder, uh, I'm very keen to hear what you've got to say. Not really. It's just the order in which I'm going to give them to you. Uh-huh. So I got Jalen Green at number five. Yeah. Uh, at number four, I'm going to give you Franz Wagner. Okay. Because I've really been happy with uh, the way that Youngster's been playing. Number three, even Mobley. Mm-hmm. Number two, no surprises, is the guy from Canada, Scotty Barnes. And at number one, I believe in Cade Cunningham. For real? For yeah. real. I, he's at number two right now, according to the NBA yeah. rankings. I think he's going to rise to number one. That's a before re- it's all really said interesting and pick. Um, and I think this is the thing about what happens with these kinds of selections. Because, you know, like with the MVP race, you can sort of tell it's about consistency mm-hmm. um, and then how well your team is doing. For the Rookie of the Year race, nobody really cares how well the, the, the Pistons are playing if their rookie is, is getting minutes yeah. and he's performing. And, and I can see that. I mean, Cade Cunningham is putting some really good numbers in. As we record this, he's 16.5 points a game, 5.8 rebounds a game, and 5.2 assists a game. Those are pretty solid numbers. Yep. Um, interestingly, I mean, if I look at, you know, sort of my top five and ranking them, um, I'd probably go very similar to, um, to the NBA.com list. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd go Josh Giddy number five, mm-hmm. though. Really, really like the way he plays. Um, potentially, potentially, <laughs> and this is where it gets really controversial. 
I might look at at Franz Wagner as being number four. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not that controversial. Nice man. pick, nice pick. Uh, I mean, uh, in I, fact, I, it's pretty I much like, the same like as as the NBA.com one. Mm-hmm. But then I'm looking at Kate Cunningham as three. Wow. Um, but th- the reason for me is his start to the season was r- just not great, was and shaky, he missed yeah. games and that sort of thing. Mm. And then the two players who've been consistent most of the season have been Evan Mobley mm-hmm. and Scotty Barnes. Okay. And I'd go Evan Mobley two, Scotty Barnes three. So you still got your money on, on Barnes? Yeah, I think okay. Scotty Barnes is the guy. But the reason for me being, you look at this Raptors team and they don't have a heck of a lot going for them. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes was underrated coming into the NBA draft. Yeah. In fact, when the Raptors selected him um, fourth overall, Mm-hmm. ahead of Jalen Suggs, the world almost exploded. And everyone was like, what are they doing? These guys just don't understand what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, Scotty Barnes is that guy. Yeah. And and suddenly now, everybody's thinking, yeah, that was a definitely a good pick. You know, Masai Ujiri and, and, and his team know exactly what they're doing. He's averaging 14.9 points a game, 7.6 rebounds a game, and 3.3 assists a game. Um, he's just so good. Scotty Barnes is so good, except for moments in the All-Star break where uh, he can't uh, make floaters. Things happen. Things happen. But Cyrus, I see your Barnes. Mm-hmm. I raise you at Cunningham. I'll see you at the award ceremony. Oh, most definitely. In fact, you should put your money where your mouth is. Um, I have. Okay. Um, I'm going to do that after the show. And, and, and I'll tell you something. that uh, Scotty Barnes, uh, not a bad selection when you look at it because his, his odds are, are pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just think, though, that you know when it comes down to it, and, and you're looking at um, just how these rookies perform, it probably will be Evan Mobley. Um, I like Scotty Barnes. I like what he does for the, for the Raptors. And, and, and I, I just love his impact on that Raptors team. He doesn't look like this is his first year in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and neither does Evan Mobley. Mm-hmm. And you look at the Cavs and you're like, Evan Mobley is one of the reasons why they look so good. Absolutely, Cyrus. Um, that, that presence that Evan Mobley has when he's on the floor... It's scary to think he's still he's only going to get better. Yeah. And I mean, so, like, I was talking about uh, Scotty Barnes' odds, right? Mm-hmm. 23 to 4. I put a 10-buck bet on him to yeah. win Rookie of the Year. And if he wins? Potentially, I could get 67 Rand 50. That is nice. Um, What's uh, my man, Kate Cunningham, sitting on? Um, I'll, I'll give you that right now. He's actually one of the favorites um, for, for the award. It really does come down to Evan Mobley or Bust for for a lot of these things. <laughs> um, but uh, in fact, Kate Cunningham is at 6 to 1. Uh, that's, that's pretty fair odds. So uh, I put know, a tenner down a and tenor down, what am you I get looking at? 70 Rand. My tenner's coming, Bed Docosa. Okay. You know what time it is. Okay. I mean, look, you really can't go wrong with anybody considering that the overall favorite is, is Evan Mobley at uh, 2 to 13. Mm-hmm. I mean, a 10 buck bet on him gets you 11 bucks 53. So you'll only make 1 Rand 53. But I think, there's, I think there's a shock coming. I feel there's a shock coming. And, and I'll say something else about these odds, is that there's, there's some really interesting things that you could really take a bet on. Um, and we'll get into that in the, in the post-up betting corner shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some of these, these long odds, um, let's say you're somebody like me who looks at uh, DeJounte Murray as being somebody who they want to pick for most improved player of the year. Mm-hmm. 25 Rand bet on him could net me 425 Rand. Ooh, Cyrus, you're you're sending out all the temptations out there. He 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 is an MVP, an MVP. He's an All Star. Yep. Um, and you know him and Ja Morant, because there's no reason why Ja Morant couldn't win Most Improved Player of the Year. No. Um, and the the craziness though is 
Ja Morant isn't even, uh, there aren't any odds for him as most improved. Um, so everybody's expecting him to, to, to be in one of the other um, categories like MVP. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But the rookies discussion, you're going Cade Cunningham, I'm going Scotty Barnes, um, and we shall meet at the award ceremony. Um, we're, we're into the post-up betting corner now, Kanda. Yes, sir. And uh, this is always fun because, you know, we like to do these recaps on Can how we, we have picked. The, the almighty recap and crown me champion, please? Well, uh, I can't do that because that's not what happened. Um, <laughs> interestingly, because we had so many picks that we agreed on last week, mm-hmm. we had two games that were the, the differentiators. Um, and the one was the 76ers taking on the Heat. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's go through it one by one. So we we saw the Bucks versus Bulls game last week. We both went Bucks. We were right. We got one point each. 76ers versus Heat. You said Sixers. I said Heat. I was right. 2-1 to me. Warriors, yep. Lakers. I ummed and odd about this one, if you remember, last week. Yep. And then I was like, okay, fine. I actually said, I said the Warriors don't do well in the Crypto.com arena. Yep. Should have stuck with my choice. I went Warriors. You went Lakers. You beat me there with 2-2. We then went and chose the exact same teams, Nets and Celtics. We said Nets to win. We were wrong. <laughs> we still played a 2-2. Suns, Bucks, we both, we both went Bucks. The Bucks won and we drew 3-3. So last week was a draw calendar. Let's see if there's anything to separate us this week. So our first game, Saturday morning, 3 a.m. Um, Central African time. It's the Cavaliers taking on the Heat. It's a good game. Who do you pick? Um, it's in Miami. Uh, I got the heat on this one. Heat for you. Um, okay, here we are back at it again, looking at this and saying, oh man, same picks, but I think I got to go with the heat. Just makes more sense here, you know. Um, I, I look at that, that matchup and I think the heat are really on a roll. Um, they want to try and, and solidify that, that number one seed and then make, make life really good for them themselves during the postseason. The next game, very same day, um, Saturday morning. 5.30 in the morning. You've got the Wizards playing the Lakers in Los Angeles. Um, you're a Lakers guy. Sticking with your team? Yeah. i got to stick with my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're pretty angry at the moment, especially that ridiculous loss they, to they the, just suffered to the at, at, at the, the, the bottom feeder Rockets. I, I think it's about time to pull our socks up and, and, and show that we are the Lake Show. Yeah, So we're going to hammer the Wizards at home. That was such a bad loss. They cost me money. Really upset. But... I think I'm going to go with the Wizards here in the sense that the Lakers keep saying they're, they're angry. They, they beat the Warriors. LeBron James, as you said, it was 56 points, not just 50 points. Um, but I, I feel like those kinds of games are few and far between. Uh, he got a triple-double against the, the, the Rockets, didn't he? Yep. Um, and Russ scored 30 points. Um, but it was not to be because the rest of them were just not great. And this Wizards team is a bit better than that Rockets team. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Rockets, uh, Wizards in that one. Uh, Sunday morning, 3.30 a.m., Bucks versus Warriors. Who are you selecting? The Bucks are going to teach the Warriors a lesson. Um, I'm going to be in school with them that day because I'm also saying the Bucks in this one. It's hard for me to pick a team that's playing the Warriors that has dominant bigs. The Warriors just do not have any anybody to counter any um, you know, threat of, of the big man. And my reasoning exactly. Yeah. It's 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 actually so sad to to, to see it from the outside because you're like, surely these guys could see this was going to be a problem. But um, they just didn't didn't address the problem. In fact, apparently they're looking at other guards to sign. 
oh my god anyway so that's that's the uh, you might want to call steve curl he yeah. might need glasses uh, i don't even know if it's just him but anyway bucks to win that one sunday is really really great because there's a lot of nice early games for us here in the Af- african continent good games at central african time first one is Knicks versus nets at 7 p.m central african time um this should be a no-brainer though right yeah if if the Knicks win this i'm buying a julius randall jersey Okay, look, for the sake of being different. You're going with the Knicks. I'm going Knicks in this one. Um, I will will buy a Julius Randle jersey and wear it on the show. Please. If they um, win this game. Please. And and I'll tell you something. I'm not choosing the Knicks because I think they're really great and will definitely beat the Nets. I'm choosing the Knicks because I can't agree with you in every single game. Thank you <laughs> for taking okay. one for the team. Oh, I can't. I'm going Nets. This is just ridiculous. There's no ways the Knicks are going to beat the Nets. There's no ways. Right, that's it. I don't even care if Julius Randle is playing as good as he, as he has been the entire season. He's had some really great games. Yeah. Um, Mavericks versus Celtics is on at half past nine on Sunday night. Um, who are you picking in that one? I'm going uh, with the Celtics. I bet against them last time. I'm not going to do it again. And... Uh, this Mavericks squad, I think if they come up against the defensive prowess of the Celtics, uh, they're going to see flames. Uh, I'm, I'm Celtics. Okay, and I, I'm also Celtics in this one. Um, I, I love the idea of, of Jason Tatum versus Luka Doncic mm. and seeing who comes out on top. I do think that in this one, Celtics, because they're at home, I'm going to pick them. Um, the Nets are at home, though, in this particular game. So, no Kyrie. No. Damn it, I'm changing my selection again. I'm going next. I mean, if I, if I lose, I lose. It's all good. Uh, nothing wrong with that. So, let's see. Um, yeah, we've, we've made our selections. Uh, and, and I think we're going to have a really, really interesting recap when we come back to this next week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, it's going to be a really great post-up bidding corner this week. We're going to be watching the games. Just make sure, though, that no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Just know that you know that. And winners know when to stop. Mm-hmm. There is a National Responsible Gambling Program hotline. You can get in touch with them on 0800-006-008 or WhatsApp help on 076-675-0710. Those numbers are in South Africa. Um, Counter, we've come to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, time always flies, Cyrus. I mean, it, it's like it does. 40 minutes. Where did 40 minutes go? But I think we did a lot of talking because, you know, you and I in the same room and basketball. Yeah, that's basically it. That's the equation, actually. Problems. Uh, you know, e, e, e equals MC squared mm-hmm. and calendar plus Cyrus uh, times basketball uh, equals. Fantastic. A good time for everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> I always like to start the uh, end the show by asking Counter a question. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, and, and this is the one that you never prepare for because you can't know because it comes straight off the top of the dome. Counter, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. If the Nets don't have Kyrie Irving, do you think, at all during the playoffs, mm. do you think they still have a chance of winning a championship? No. Uh, Kyrie is such a key piece, Cyrus. I mean, enough respect to Patty Mills, Seth Curry, you know, all the other guards they have. Uh, ben Simmons. Ben, well, yeah, Ben Simmons <laughs> is still very rusty, so it, it would take a while. But... Um, no, Cyrus. I I think Kyrie. First of all, he's been there before. Mm. He he he's gone all the way and and shot the winning bucket. Yeah, in, in San Francisco. Was it in Oakland? It was in Oakland. In Oakland. Yeah, it he shot that hurts. winning basket in, in Oakland. 
and 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 he knows what it takes. He he knows the the anguish, the you know the the, the blood, sweat, and tears. I I, I just don't think without blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so does KD. <laughs> so I I think they need two players at that level to be able to take it all the way. Okay, okay, interesting answer. I think I agree with you. I don't think that a, a Kyrie-less uh, Nets wins a championship. But if they don't have KD, they're definitely not winning a championship. No. Uh, thank you so much, man. Um, for all of you listening, thank you to you. We, we enjoy really having you tune into the show. Thank you so much for interacting with us this past week. Yep. We really love the Lakers and, and the, the comments that we had about them, as well as the Sixers last week. Um, but please stay, stay getting in touch with us. So our handles again, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook. And you can also go to www.postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Thank you to our partners, Supersport and Supersport.com and Betcoza, where you can have a good time just at home. Um, everybody, we come to the end of the podcast. Kounder, thanks so much, bud. Peace, man. See you in seven. Most definitely. And thank you, everybody, for listening and for taking the time to listen and to get in touch. Stay tuned for more post-up excellence next week. We'll catch you courtside.